Hey, we're still here, right? We're still here. This is a good thing. You're doing okay, folks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show this week. And as always, I'm your host, David Burroughs. And I hope you are doing okay. Um, and I will say it like I always say it. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and, and we were talking about, you know, obviously the main topic of discussion, if you can avoid it. Good luck with that. Uh, the coronavirus or COVID-19. And we got talking about the word sacrifice. And I said this uh, maybe on another show the other day, the word sacrifice. And I said, well, what are we really sacrificing? Let's just think about that for a moment. What are we really sacrificing? We still have running water, hot and cold. We still got electricity. We've got lots of food. We got toilet paper. Jennifer had to go do groceries. She picked up toilet paper. Like there's lots of this stuff around. So what are we really sacrificing? I know we're sacrificing boats. Some people are upset about that. I understand. I understand you can't go to your favorite restaurant or go to your favorite bar and have a beer. There's a lot of those things that really were luxurious conveniences, I guess. What are we really sacrificing? We're sacrificing our health and safety and existence, quite honestly. This is worldwide, right? So I get it. We're all suffering financially or stressfully, mental health-wise, all that stuff. So we've got to stay as focused and as positive as we can. And that's why I keep coming back here every week because I always have some great people to share some great positive things that are still happening in our community. I'm really excited to see so many people taking advantage of what I live streaming, whether that's Zoom or whatever, however you're doing that, seeing people being creative and doing some online broadcasting. Hello, way to go. That's awesome. I know for me, um, and I was just, uh, I had my show earlier today with my friend Stephen Healy. For those who don't know, he lives in the United Kingdom, about 20 miles away from Stonehenge. Hope I get there someday. And, um, you know, we just we just got talking about the, uh, the, the way, I know for me, I've been forced to be creative. I've been forced to, I'm, I'm doing some things that I've been saying, you know, someday, someday, guess what? Someday showed up. <laughs> and someday is not always, uh, you know, we always say someday never gets here. Someday showed up. I'm going to be learning to play guitar. I'm doing some creative things with uh, my broadcasting that uh, I keep saying, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Right. So I hope you're taking advantage of the time as well to learn and do some new things that you can. We'll go over to the comments and say hello to our friend, Barry Loxton. Hello, Barry. Thanks for being here. If you are watching wherever you're watching from, we are broadcasting um, throughout the world. We're on different pages. We're here on the show with David Burroughs. We're broadcasting on the talk show network on Facebook and the video show network, which is the production side of our program. And uh, I want to say hello to my friend Dom on Talking MS and our friends around the world uh, in uh, Australia, United Kingdom, and several other parts that host us every time we go live as well. And hello to all of you. So if you got something positive you want to share, maybe a positive story, something, share them in the comments here. I'll be happy to come back to them and uh, say hello to you. I like to know, and I like to know where you're watching from. There's another one just showed up. Danny Cachamilio. Danny, how are you holding up, buddy? I see you're doing lots of cooking. Um, just watch the weight thing, man. Don't want to eat too much. I saw, who did I see? I think it was Max Major from uh, Camo 6.3 had a picture of his fridge. And when he opened it up, there was a little sign there that says, you ate already. 
<laughs> don't be eating too much, right? You ate already. I've I had a hard time with that. We had to uh, come up with some healthy snacks, like raisins. Remember raisins? I always loved raisins. And I don't know about you. I tried to. I had a pack the other day. A pack. A pack of raisins. I had a pack the other day, and I started blowing into them. And Jennifer was looking at me like, "What are you doing?" We used to blow into those things, and they made like a really instrumental type sound. We thought kind of like blowing the blade of grass. Do you remember doing that kind of stuff? Anyway, didn't work for me. So uh, I just ate the raisins and recycled the box. What can I say? But lots of creative things happening out there. So I'm really hoping that everybody takes the time to kind of reflect and get a little more creative and take the, take, take the time. We've been such a busy society for so long uh, that, uh, boy, we really just got slowed down all of a sudden, didn't we? Just, we, just going, we were going like Ferrari and went down to horse and buggy. <laughs> so uh, take the time. Spend some time. I know I'm really grateful. I'm grateful for a lot of things every day, but I, I'm one of the ones that always say, never take things for granted, but I do. We all do. It's got me thinking how much I really appreciate FaceTime. I'll tell you, my uh, kids who are 19 and 22 are at their mom's, right? And that's where they were last when all this hit the fan and uh, had to tell them to stay there. Didn't want to, but I had to. But I got FaceTime. And that's how my daughter's going to make the attempt to teach me how to play guitar. I, four chords. If she can teach me four chords, I don't know. We'll see if we can get through it. She's going to have to learn some patience with me, that's for sure. Um, Danny says, pretty good. The kids are loving the cooking lessons in the kitchen. Well, that's good. See, they might be learning something. Of course, they probably all know how to cook from you, Danny, because Danny Cacciamilio, my friend, is uh, quite the cook. Better known as the poutine guy, I think. The poutine fry guy, maybe? I don't know. Uh, not something that I always ate, but I'll be looking for some of that when we get out of here, Dan. I'm glad you're saying hello. Our friend Jesse, he's also out there saying hello, Jesse. Hope you're keeping well. If you're out uh, and you do need some gas or chocolate bar or whatever that you're allowed to go to, the, the Petro Canada at London and uh, Finch is where my friend Jesse works, and he probably starts around 4 o'clock, and he'll be there till 11 so, Jesse, be safe. They've got everything. Uh, I did stop in there uh, about a week ago. And uh, social distancing, of course, and they had the big plastic up in front of Jesse and all that stuff. Um, so he's there working away. So stay safe, Jess. Glad you said hello. All right. So I'm going to try some uh, new magic that you've maybe not seen on the show before. And I thought, well, you know, like same old, same old. So here I am talking about being creative, right? So I'm going to go into news mode. There you go. How about that? Is that magic or what? I got my own new studio going on here. Um, oh, you're off. Jesse's off today. Okay. Don't go there. We'll go there and say hi to Chris then. Okay. Very good. All right. Do have some uh, stuff that we're going to share here with you. Uh, some some good and some concern as well. So I'm going to take you out right now. And uh, just so you know, you can get all these uh, news updates uh, on our uh, website at the showlive.live. Uh, I'm going to give you an update that comes from Lampton Public Health. And you'll hear me say, get the real news. Get the accurate stuff. Never mind the fake news. There's so much of that going on on social media. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I already have the cure for the coronavirus. I don't need you to send it to me anymore. It's been sent to my Facebook Messenger about 50 times now. I've passed it on to the government. Anyway, get the real stuff. Lampton Public Health, great place to be. As of this morning, 8.30 this morning, COVID-19, there are currently 145 cases. 
and 14 now. That's uh, up one from recently. Um, 14 fatalities now in the Stern-Lampton area. So things are still happening. And I know, uh, like of yesterday, there was, don't quote me exactly, but there was about 132 cases. So it's really gone up overnight. The last part of the weekend seemed, everybody was like, oh, it seemed like it slowed down. Nobody had passed away. And the cases hadn't really gone up a lot. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. And I'll talk about that in a minute. If you're wondering what is happening and what is open and what is closed, which is still a fair question, right? Uh, the city of Sarnia has done a very good job of putting together a COVID-19 page on their website. In fact, the whole new site, uh, it's a whole new site, but since COVID-19, they've added some important information. So you go to sarnia.ca. Here are some phone numbers, some important phone numbers for COVID-19. The hotline, first of all, that you can call. If you think that somebody is not following the guidelines under the emergency order, there is a phone number that you can call. There's also a phone number an email and all kinds of information. And again, you can get that at cernia.ca. Now, understanding that there is a lot of stress happening out there, and we had our friends from the Family Counseling Center on here a couple of weeks ago joining us. Donna Martin was here to give us some important information. There's a number to call. Now, it's all confidential. Trained volunteers uh, here to help you 24 hours a day. And they can give them a call right there. And I imagine, I know they are extra busy. Um, because I think, you know, there's a lot of us that are, are, are normally just, when I say normally, I don't even know if that's a word in the dictionary anymore, right? But, you know, a lot of us go about our day. We've all got things to deal with. We've all got stuff in our life. Um, but now there's just a whole lot more stuff going on, right? Don't hold that in there. Use the 24-hour hotline that the Family Counseling Center has provided, and um, you can give them a call as well. If you want to make an appointment to have somebody call you back, we'll share that at the end of the show as well on the Facebook page. But take advantage of this. I know we all need it, right? Talk talk to somebody. I, I just – and I can't imagine, you know, being that person who is 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 actually trapped, I guess, if you will, inside and can't get out for whether that's physical reasons or – transportation or whatever that is, right? Don't be afraid to share and, and talk with some folks. Okay, well, I got some news updates here for you. Um, this one's uh, pretty positive, actually. Uh, earlier today, uh, Premier Doug Ford, of course, uh, we had a live feed broadcast uh, coming from him, uh, live from Queen's Park. Um, but they're saying that the modeling is clearly that they've put in place. In other words, the social distancing uh, is making progress in the fight against uh, this deadly virus. And that's due to the actions of everybody in Ontario. And I would have to say everybody in Canada, uh, according to Doug Ford. However, Dr. David Williams, who is the chief medical officer of Ontario, said, yep, this is great. We're making awesome progress and happy to report that. However, we're not there yet. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. We still need to continue to do the things that they're putting out there for us. Um, you know, I recognize too, and I'm sure you do, everybody's in a different situation in all this. Some areas, uh, and I was asked to uh, uh, Premier Doug Ford earlier today on the live broadcast, what about rural areas and other little towns that have no cases happening at all? And why do they got to follow? Why does the whole province got to follow along on this? And he made it very clear. They could just change. It only takes one person. And then it goes from there. I mean, think about how it got started in the first place. So uh, Chief Medical Officer Dr. David Williams made it very clear firmly that we still need to continue to stay at home. It, I, I don't think they could campaign or advertise it any simpler other than 
stay home. So make sure you're doing that, okay? All right, also uh, some positive uh, side of things here. The United Way here in Cernia has, uh, and we had uh, Dave Brown, the executive director here a few weeks ago, talking about the Compassion Fund that United Way has created and receiving contributions from not just uh, individuals, but businesses in the community. They've donated $54,000 to date. And the latest one is to the CNIB, the Canadian National Institute for the Blind, who's received $4,000. Now, here is something that I read, and I thought, boy, I didn't really think about that being an issue. Uh, many individuals obviously rely on a, a sighted person for grocery shopping. But here's the part that got me. Many are facing ridicule for needing physical support when they're challenged with the six-foot distancing rule. So when you're out and about, and maybe you see somebody, uh, that just might be someone who's being assisted. Uh, the CNIB has adopted one of its uh, virtual vision mate programs uh, to recruit and engage volunteers so that they can connect with the participants. In Sarnia, there are 4,000 people living with sight loss. 4,000. Think about that for a minute. So uh, let's keep it in mind uh, when we're out and about not to judge. And uh, thanks to the United Way for doing uh, so much here in the community. And I know Dave Brown would throw that back and say, Thank you to the community for all of their support. And if you want to find out more about that, we'll also have uh, their website at the end of the show as well that you can check out. Uh, this is other positive news. The uh, Minister of Education has uh, announced that the government and the um, Secondary School Teachers Federation have finally come to an agreement. And uh, he maintains that they always had good intentions in mind. So I would just say at the end of the day, it's nice to see some of that finally coming together. Okay, just before we move on to our first guest, one more final thing. This is really important. If you have not heard of this yet, uh, Greg's Taxi here in Sarnia, who uh, has been a company around for several years, um, they have some concerns that somebody, well, it's not a concern, uh, one of the individuals that worked at Greg's Taxi was found positive with uh, COVID-19 and Lambton Public Health officials are reaching out and saying that uh, anyone who is, uh, you'll see that coming across your screen, uh, April 1st, 3rd, 6th, 7th, 8th, and 10th. If you were in a, a Greg's taxi at any time, you need to reach out to Lambton Public Health. Again, there's the phone number on the screen uh, to prevent any further issues happening, right? So uh, this is a big deal, right? So Taking taxis, um, uh, you know, I was, uh, I don't know, is that an essential service? That was a debatable topic I had with somebody the other day. I was like, well, I don't know, there's the bus. And so again, as they're saying, even for city buses, essential travel only. So if you need to get somewhere, it's starting to get nicer out there. Try to walk. I get there's limited. Some people need to get their groceries and take the taxi, but be very careful out there as we can see this is happening in our community already. So again, uh, those are the dates on the screen uh, from uh, Greg's Taxi having the concerns there and the Lampton Public Health uh, having the concerns there as well. Once again, all of this is available on our website at theshowlive.live and I keep that updated as much as I can. So uh, be sure to check that out. Okay, there you go. Do you like the cool background? It's kind of cool. But now let's get back to the show, right? See, I got to have fun while I'm doing this kind of stuff too. All right. There's a lot of stuff happening in the community. Always positive things is what we like to talk about here. And that's why I'm excited to have my first guest join me here. Jane Anima. Am I saying your last name right? I've never said. No, it's Anima. You were close. Anima. You were close. Okay. You were close. Close is good. Close is I, I've, I've always just said, hi, Jane. Dave. What's that? 
you were six feet away from it, so it's fine. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us uh, here today. Uh, I, I know even regardless of what's going on, you're still pretty busy. Jane is the executive director for the Sarnia Community Foundation. Thanks for being here. Delighted to be seen, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. And you said before uh, we got started here that actually you're, you've been going Zoom crazy. Well, yeah, um, we've moved a lot of our operations virtually. Uh, I am still working every day. Uh, actually, I'm in the office right now. Uh, yeah. It's all act in the office at the moment, and it's quiet, so that's why I'm here. Uh, somebody has to check the mail. Somebody has to answer the phone, those types of things. And yeah. still in business of doing what we do, which is giving back to the community. Uh, you made yeah. the City United Way Compassion Fund. We actually just released scholarships for doctors today. Um, oh, wow. and we're putting about $40,000 into medical education. Um, the checks will go out next week. And these are for family residents who are planning to come to practice in Sarnia-Lampton. So that's a really good news story. Uh, we've been yeah. putting money back into the community with mental wellness and food security and all those kinds of things. So yeah, we're still, we're still doing what we do. Well, I think, of course, I'm familiar with uh, the Serenity Community Foundation. Um, uh, I've had some experiences that we've shared together that have come out from that. But uh, maybe for those who don't understand, what exactly does the Serenity Community Foundation do and where does all the money come from? Oh, that's a great question, Dave. We've been around since 1983 and nobody knows about us. And that's because it's not about us. It's about building a better community. Yeah. We're here to build a vital or a vibrant, inclusive and livable Lampton County. Uh, we like to refer to ourselves as a 360 degree charity because we support the arts, education, we run scholarships, uh, we support social services, community initiatives, um, et cetera, at the environment, we've got a number of funds. When people donate to us, um, and by the way, most of our donations are less than $100, we're talking $25 here, $25 there, uh, we put them in one of the funds at the foundation, we invest um, those donations and we take the income mm. that we earn on an annual basis and give back um, That represents about five million dollars. That's gone back to the community. So wow And what what sorry what year did it start again? 1983. Wow. Yeah, and you're right uh, And I know you and I've had this conversation before and uh, some mutual friends of ours We've talked about how nobody know like not enough people know about the Sarnia Community Foundation, and uh, not just what is available, but um, I imagine there's quite a few people involved in the Sarnia Community Foundation to make all of this work. Well, actually, you know, we rely on volunteers, and it is National Volunteer Week, so we applaud our volunteers. Yes, yes. Um, we do have a board of 12. Uh, we have me and a part-time uh, uh, office assistant, and that's pretty much it. But we engage people in committees, we run fundraisers, uh, we talk to people about the good they want to do and get them to help us. Um, and so something like, say, Sarnia Sings, which is under our umbrella, yeah, one of those projects. And that's where we got to know one another. So. And they're still, do you want to get that? They're still trying to get a hold of you. Well, I'm with you right now. It'll go to voicemail and I'll answer the phone as soon as, soon as it's done. <laughs> It's uh, it's probably somebody maybe asking for money, and and uh, that kind of leads into my next question: is uh, obviously everybody loves money, and yep. every organization is always needing that. What's the process for someone to apply, and and then what's the process? Take us through like what that looks like for someone getting approved. Well, it depends a bit. Um, 
sometimes we have we have what's called donor advice funds. Those are people who've given us a substantial pot of money, and they will tell us what they want to what us want us to support. Uh, we have what's called a community impact grants process. There's an application. It's on our website. Due date is April the 30th. Okay. Um, and we work on a number of different uh, things um, related to that. Um, the applications come into the office. Uh, my admin assistant and I stack and file them. They go out to a community grants committee. Okay. The community grants committee reviews them and makes a recommendation to the board uh, in terms of what they feel are the priorities for the community. And then we make that recommendation and release the funds. Pretty straightforward. Right. Uh, we sometimes have special things. Scholarships are a bit different. There's multiple days in the year when those are available. And periodically we get involved in special projects. Uh, you and I met when we were adopting driveways in January. Just yeah, right. One snowfall that we had. I know. <laughs> Came in handy though. <laughs> no, I know. It was it, The timing could not have been better. Yeah. <laughs> could not have been better on that. Uh, we um, got involved in a, a project future launch uh, supporting youth entrepreneurs. Uh, we've been involved uh, with the federal government program for investment readiness. So we've been uh, taking applications for that on the side. So we've been doing a number of different things, partly to get our name out there, but partly to also broaden the base of what we do. And so uh, it's been right. kind of interesting. So, but this is for like, do they have to be a charity or nonprofit or does it just got to be a good, feel good community idea or what's well, there's a little of both um yeah. primarily our grants go to other charities right um but we will work with people who've got a really great idea to find the right home for them in the community mm -hmm. um and a great example of that is uh the folks that are behind parents for parks out in petroleum mm -hmm. right a group of moms that looked at the playground structure and said there's something wrong here a, it's dangerous. B, it's not accessible. We need better for our community. And so they've launched this huge fundraising campaign. They've got all sorts of people. And they came to us saying, okay, we're not a charity. People want tax receipts. Mm. Will you work with us? And we said, absolutely. Uh, we had to find a qualified donee on the back end to flow the money through. That happens to be the town of Petrolia. Worked out really, really well. Um, and so, you know, this is a project that's raised about $100,000. They're just about ready to go into the ground and build and of course you can't go into the park right now right <laughs> and away we go and stop, and stop. <laughs> um, you know life has just kind of stopped in lots of ways but that doesn't yeah. mean that good people haven't got really good ideas about things that could be going on in the community so we talk to them about things like that uh knowing that um if we're not the right place maybe we do know who is so yeah, while we primarily deal with charities, uh, we will find homes for not-for-profit ideas. Um, sometimes we can grant to them via another. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So it, there's it, a lot of collaboration that goes on in yeah. all of this then. And it's like, uh, and I, I, you know, I, I just want to put it out there too, that uh, for, from my experience and just talking with you and others that I know are involved with the, the Community Foundation, um, it's applications can sometimes be intimidating to people. Yeah. They have a great idea and they go, oh, but I don't know how to do that. I don't want to go through that. My suggestion to everybody would be to just pick up the phone and have a conversation with you yeah. or somebody on your team. And it just starts with a conversation and see where we can take this. And then really, your really team really kind of leads the way. 
we really, really encourage people to pick up the phone and call us because although we have great ideas and do some interesting things, what we're really here to do is to help good people do great things for the community. And so if we know what your idea is, we know what's out there, we have a much better chance of, of, of finding um, dollars towards that. And, and it could be could it could be not even just a new idea, maybe enhancing an existing one. Yeah. 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 And right now that's kind of where we're at. We're kind of saying, well, everything stopped. So how do we enhance what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's one of the reasons we've got you here to make sure that everybody knows what's going on. Yep. Um, and speaking of adapting, um, and I'm very curious to know, folks, you wouldn't even tell me all the details. Um, until now, we're going to talk about the stay at home gala. Uh, that uh, you've been uh, preparing coming up on May the 2nd, right? Right. It is May the 2nd. Uh, it will be a live stream broadcast, uh, both local uh, entertainment, but also national entertainment. Um, this is the brainchild of some folks out in Kelowna, uh, actually a group of volunteers um, who have put together a stellar package. Um, the formal announcement of the national feed will be on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, we're just putting our last, <laughs> our last pieces together for the local. Um, I can tell you that um, I'm, I'm actually really excited uh, by this because it's an opportunity to kick back, relax. I don't have to put a fancy outfit on. <laughs> right. The value of the entertainment. Um, I have the potential for my husband to, uh, t I won't say take me to dinner, but call. Uh, <laughs> And get dinner brought in. What do you want? <laughs> and nobody's going to know how much I've had to drink. No, I know it. That, that's right. It. Yeah. So we've, we've been putting the pieces together uh, on uh, We are busy booking entertainment. And I wish I could give you the whole list, Dave. That's I okay. can't yet. Um, held up with a few roadblocks on that in terms of national versus local. Right. Uh, but tickets, uh, very, very reasonably priced. $25. Okay. Uh, link will go live on our website just as soon as I can get the the the, the final okay from uh, Trellis, which is the event organization that we're using um, to do this. Um, it's a virtual. So it's who Trellis? Trellis. Trellis. Okay. It's yeah. Eventbrite, but it's it's a new platform and it's got some uh, flexibility. They're donating all their fees, by the way. Oh wow! So of the twenty-five dollars, the only extra charge would be just a little bit of credit card. Right. So if you were to go online to buy the ticket, it would say twenty-five eighty-six. We right. will get the twenty-five dollars, and the twenty-five dollars that you give and everybody else gives right, right. Goes uh, will be going back to charities in our community. Okay. Now, so this is a like a pay-per-view thing. Is that uh... pretty much? You get a live stream link. Uh, you get a live stream link, and you can you can join the party. Join the party. It'll be right. it's like a webinar setting. So. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Well, make sure you get that to me as soon as it's available. Yeah, absolutely, I'll be able to, I will. Uh, we'll, we'll share it and push it out there for everybody. Yeah. Um, we, um, just on that, just so that you know, we identified two priority areas uh, for this. One is mental health. Yep. Uh, because we know that what's coming out of this um, scenario is yeah. in fact going to be longer term than just uh, this week. Uh, next month or next year. So we're uh, working with the <laughs> Mental Wellness Center in St. Clair Child and Youth to put some dollars towards them directly yeah. um, to help support that. And we also have identified food security as being an issue. Mm. Um, and there's a bunch of food banks out there that could really stand some support right now. And of course, can't fundraise. 
so we're going to be looking towards that as well. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited because you know, being in the live streaming business myself, I, I I hear this and I was really curious to go. Okay, what are they doing? How are they doing this? Right? You know, because <laughs> uh, because you know I have that knowledge about it. So I I think it's fantastic that you're taking advantage of that. And I mean, take advantage like in a positive way, right, for the community and. Uh, that's great. And, and you probably heard me earlier saying, you know, we're being forced to be creative right now. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because we kind of sometimes we get a little comfortable in repeating what we do over and over. And now we've yeah. been like, the, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? And look at you're doing it. I think that's really fantastic. Yeah. As, as I say, this was this was uh, a really neat opportunity for us, a uh, really exciting opportunity for us. You know, we have a certain dollar goal that you'll see when the tickets go live. Mm -hmm. uh, we're hoping we'll exceed it by quite a quite a long way because every dollar will go back. Um, proceeds from yeah. this event are not staying at the foundation. This is an unusual one for us, and that normally we would take it, put it in a fund, invest, and steward. You know, this time it's going back out the door right away. So. Yeah. Well, I guess the the, the need's certainly there. Yeah. Now moving forward beyond this gal, so this is May second, but mm -hmm. um, you know we talk about like if I predict not before July, I'll be right. really surprised uh, and longer. Nobody likes me when I say that, but I'm just being realistic. I am optimistic, but I'm realistic at the same time. Is this something that you would uh, observe and then go, okay, we need to continue fundraising, obviously. Mm -hmm. And uh, if it works well, then you would continue to take advantage of uh, doing more like that. I think we might. Um, there is certainly that possibility. Um, some of the foundation events that we've been running for the last few years certainly could fall into this category. Yeah, uh, certainly could fall into this category. We've done a Women of Excellence. Um, our donor and grants recognition, our presentation, I've been looking at how we might live stream that. Might need to tap into your expertise, Dave. Right uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, you know, we've been we've been doing that. And I know that there's I mean, some of the funds at the foundation uh, really could stand that support. Yeah. I'm thinking the ISO, for example, the, uh, the International Symphony Orchestra is a fund at the foundation currently and and so yeah. as is theater sarnia and they're of course unable to do what they normally would do so perhaps yeah. the way we can help with this platform well and and i i had uh, uh anthony wing here on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago and then they were announcing that they're going to be doing a live stream yeah. Yeah. of music right so um and there are but there are there are costs involved with that so yeah. um, that would be great to see that um, especially, especially music. I'm pretty partial to music and theater. I just think it's something. It's a universal language, right? And uh, it's important and to keep here. Um, I thank you so much for coming on and sharing the details about this, Jane. And and uh, nice to have a chat with you. And yeah, hopefully in person sooner than later. But I, I want to see the success of this gala for you. That would be great. We will. Uh, the tickets will uh, ticket live uh, link will be put up on our Facebook page. Uh, it'll be on our Twitter feed. Uh, it'll be certainly on our website, and if you don't see it or you're concerned about shopping online, and I know some people are yeah. at this particular stage of the game, um, give the office a call, 519-332-2588, and uh, we'll reply to the voicemail that you leave um, and help set you up that way if need be. What's the number again? 519-332-2588. Oh, I almost had it right. <laughs> I want everybody to see that. There you go. Give a call. Talk to Jane at the Sarnia Community Foundation. Yeah. Ask if for help. 
if we're not in the office, we have made a commitment to try and get back to you within one business day. The phone will ring, and then it'll ring to her cell phone. Which is exactly what just happened. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but it's funny. You know, I, we're just having a good time talking about what we're loving to do here in the community. And uh, I really appreciate your time and all your efforts. And uh, hugs to the team as well. Perfect. Thanks, Dave. Oh, well, maybe not just yet. Wait virtual hugs, virtual okay. hugs. Virtual hugs. Okay, virtual, virtual hugs. Here's okay. one for you. There you Thanks go. For having me. Um, and I'll look forward to seeing you on the 2nd of May. I'll be around, I promise. Perfect. Great. Thanks, Jane. Thank Stay Jane Enema from the Eastern Community Foundation. Uh, nice to have a, I've, her and I have uh, crossed paths uh, many times in the community and a couple of times we have a brief moment to talk or it's on stage. We never had a chance to really chat. So it was nice to have her here on the show and reach out to them. I'll show you the information once again, the Sarnia Community Foundation.ca. That's a great place to get started. And uh, even better, if you heard us talking earlier in the interview there, we just said, pick up the phone, call. Have you got a positive community-oriented idea, give her a call, talk to her, talk to the team. They will guide you. And even if they go, you know, I'm not sure that's a fit for us, but maybe over here, it's a great place to start. And I've always said, solution to anything begins with a conversation. So thanks again, Jane, and all the best to you. All right, well, keeping with positive, and I just sort of said it, music and theater is a universal language. And a young man here in Sarnia is taking advantage of that as well. And sharing the positive love, Josh Gibson. How are you today, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm happy to be here. Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, one thing I know about you, and uh, I know I've interviewed you on the show before for different things, and you've been out to karaoke a few times and all that stuff. You always got a smile on your face. I try my best. It yeah. makes it makes any situation just a little bit better when you see well, people it's, uh, it's one virus we could all handle, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Now, Josh, uh, um, you've been uh, – let's give everybody a little bit of background and, and tell everybody how old you are. So I am 17 years old. I'm currently trying to finish my grade 12 year at St. Patrick's so that I can scoot out of here and go to university. <laughs> right, right. And uh, trying – what's that What's that like? Uh, like I'm, I've been the one teaching and sending that way. What's it like being the receiver from the teacher? Uh, it's definitely not easy. You have to be very thorough when you're checking all your classes. I'm now realizing that I've missed a few assignments that I need oh, to catch okay. up on, but it's nothing that we can't do. A bunch of other, like everybody in my classes, we have group chats so that we can talk and make okay. sure that all of us are doing the same thing for each assignment. So we're adapting. <laughs> are you, not... are you finding that you're having to be a little more accountable to yourself? Oh yeah. Because now we actually have the time. There's no excuses, but it, it definitely gives us an opportunity to just put our nose to the grindstone and really get it yeah. done. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, there's a different learning experience coming of all this too, is your, your diligence and like say your accountability. And it's like, well, if I really oh, yeah. don't do it, nobody, nobody's going to tell me anything. They're just going to yeah, go. And I mean, F. learning, <laughs> yeah. Learning how to stay positive during something like this is going to be so important, especially when we go off yeah. and do our own things, we're going to be throwing quite a few curveballs. So this is just yeah. one of them. So now um, you're you're at home with, with your family. So who's in? How many of you got in the house? Like, in the, who's in the family that's all there right now through all of this? We've got we've got five people. So we have me, my mom, dad, my dad's mom, and then we have a homestay uh, child from Taiwan. His name is Ian. Oh, okay. Yeah. And how's uh, how's he relating to all this? 
Um, he decided to stay back. He could have gone back home, but he decided to stay. He's doing pretty well. He's enjoying it. He's picking up guitar, violin. Uh, he's he got his hair permed, <laughs> so that was <laughs> nice. that was really fun for him. And he's been cooking a lot with my mom, so it's been a good experience. So he's, for him. he's learning a lot. Oh yeah. And the music, uh, so, well, this is one of the reasons we've got Josh here. Josh is, uh, well, he's just a local performer and entertainer that's uh, using his talents to keep things positive. Um, where does all the music come from? Is it in the family or friends? Where did you get all that? Um, you know what? My grandma will definitely say that I got my voice from her, so we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> but it was just kind of our parents always gave us the opportunity to explore it, and we found not really an escape, but just something to express ourselves. So I'm a singer, an actor, whereas my sister is a painter and a singer. So we have a very creative family, but right. it's, it's not something that, like, my mom and dad aren't singers, or they didn't really go for that, but... We, we're a very creative family. Right. But uh, mom and dad, especially mom, boy, is she proud of her son. Oh, yeah. She, there's always <laughs> there's always a new post on Facebook. Uh, actually, a really funny story is when I was going to apply for a university. I didn't know until five hours after, after I finished my whole um, application, that she had taken a picture of me while I was signing the papers to sign up. Like she's gotten wow. so good at it that I don't even realize when she takes pictures of me anymore. <laughs> There's my little rock star. Oh yeah. So you got, you got people say it's embarrassing. Rock. People say it's a bit embarrassing, but you know what? It it reminds me that she's there for me no matter what. So it makes me feel really good to have her by my side. Well, I was going to say uh, it could be worse. She uh, couldn't be interested at all, right? You know, it was, yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. So earlier when we were setting up this interview or chatting, you know, I asked for a couple of videos, which we're going to show you folks in a moment. Uh, of course, she had about four or five or six videos. That she, oh, yeah. And she typed and typed and typed. And then finally she laughed and said, okay, I'll stop. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. She keep going all day. Of, I'm proud of my kids too, right? So that's good. Oh, yeah. Now you're involved uh, with uh, like like theater, Sarnia. You, you love to act. Yeah. You love to sing. Uh, you're also recently in, in involved with uh, what was it, Matilda? Yes, that's the one I interviewed you for, and that was through the St. Patrick's Theater, right? Yes, it was. And you're going away to school for what's it called exactly? It is the musical theater uh, performance program, but it's just the prep program. So it's a one year program, just. Uh, I get dance lessons, vocal lessons, acting lessons, so that by the end of that year, I can audition to get in to the four-year program. Okay. All right. So what's what's the – it sounds obvious, but at the end of all of this, you go through all of this, and so I'm the career guy. All of a sudden, I say, you can have any career you want. Here you go. What is it? Broadway performer. Is that Broadway right? Broadway is, is really where I want to end up. Yep. Good for you. You didn't even hesitate. You've got this no, in your head. You've decided. It's been there for the past four years now, so I've yeah. been I've been working hard for it. Now that's uh, well, working hard. Now, uh, obviously, it, it sounds like mom and dad are on board with all of this, and they're supporting you. They're saying go for it. Um, oh yeah. You know, like like music and and uh, being a rock star, so to speak, a professional anything. Yeah, uh, baseball player, basketball, all that sort of stuff. I think a lot of people would say, "Well, good luck with that, right?" You know, okay, that's nice if you make it. You know, oh yeah, uh, you know, and Broadway performer. I think it'd be easier to be a rock star, quite honestly. Um, yeah, getting, did mom and dad ever have that conversation with you about okay, like 
they've been with me the whole time. Uh, they, we've sat down, we've talked about it, why I want to do this, what I could do instead. And just every time they see me on stage, they see it in my eyes. They see it when I talk about it. It's just where I need to be because it's where I am happy. And so they've always taught me to go f- with what you're happy doing, not what y- will get you the most money, right? So I'm totally ready to be to have to be very financially uh, intelligent, <laughs> get everything set up so that I can pursue this uh, because right. it, it's it's what I want in every part of me. I just need to be on stage. Yeah, it's one of those things uh, um, where you you got to put the sweat equity in. Sweat equity oh, yeah. is 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 and often, in my opinion, more valuable. Um, mm-hmm. And if you keep going down that path, the, the money will show up. It will. Oh yeah. Um, and I but mean, you're not like, taking an easy road, that's for sure. But uh, I mean, definitely not doing that. I mean, two hours of performance needs hundreds and thousands of hours of rehearsal beforehand. So it's it's a grind, but it's 100% worth it every second of it. Well, you said it. Now let's uh, let's show off some of those skills. And uh, you don't know this because um, I haven't had a chance to tell you, but. The, the Louis Armstrong song that uh, we're going to show here in a moment too is absolutely, I've got a lot of favorite songs. Mm-hmm. It is the most beautiful and one of my favorite. It is just an amazing favorite of mine. Uh, we're talking about What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Uh, we're going to show, I'm not sure which one I've got up here first, but you've actually gone out into the driveway yes. outside. You even went and put the tie on, which I think is so perfect. I sure did. So awesome. <laughs> And and you bring the smile and the vocals along. What made you decide to go outside and start singing to, to your neighbors? Um, it was really just I gotta share something with somebody, right? Being cooped up, getting stir crazy, the world just feels like it's going haywire. You gotta just let people know that it's gonna be okay. You gotta share a bit of kindness, a bit of just something nice so that they can smile to. Because it's all about smiling through one day, and that'll get you through the next. So, thought I couldn't pass up the opportunity. Just wanted to give it a shot. Good for you. Well, I've got two here. One's the trumpet, and I sorry, folks, I forget which one I put first. One's uh, Josh playing the trumpet, and then uh, the next one is uh, Louis Armstrong's "What a Wonderful World." Take a look at this. We'll be right back. Right. 
watch them grow, they'll learn much more than I'll ever know. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I even love how you put the Louie in there. And, and that was obviously mom going woo-hooing for you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it was too much fun to pass up <laughs> oh i think i was awesome you did a great job all right uh before we wrap things up here with josh here's another one and this time you're playing the trumpet right yeah what's this song uh did a little bit more louis it's uh la vie on rose with a bit of the right. trumpet solo very good here's josh once again I apologize. I got the wrong one in there, but uh, Amazing Grace uh, still. Uh, why did you choose that song? Uh, I chose Amazing Grace just because, you know what? There's a plan out there made by somebody. I, I definitely believe that there's some kind of bigger forces, reasons for why these things are happening. And I thought, why not look on the bright side? And Amazing Grace is just such a positive song. It, it talks about all the blessings in the world and how no matter how bad something can be, there can be a bright side to it, too. So that's why I chose that one, and I ended it on that. And I just really, I really love that song. And my grandma loves Elvis. Ah, there's the real answer right there. There it is, <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> I'm a big Elvis fan too, and that's fantastic. Uh, the the first explanation, a really good uh, feel good uh, explanation as well. And uh, Josh, I wish you all the best in uh, uh, you know your career and and your goals that you've set. Uh, it sounds like you've got a roadmap uh, for success there. And uh, I'm sure at some point you and I will in person again uh, shake hands and uh, say hello to each other. I would very much like that. I hope the rest of your show goes well. Thank you very much for having me. Josh, I appreciate you. And uh, virtual hugs from me to your Virtual hug. Well. Okay, <laughs> and you as well. Thanks, Josh. Take care and stay safe. Thank you.
There you go, Josh Gibson. That's just a nice young man. I'm happy to have him back on the show here. And, um, you know, a great example of youth in our community doing some positive things as well with their talents, music. You can find out more about Josh. Reach out to him on Facebook. I'm sure he'd love to make a new friend, Josh Gibson, on Facebook, or you can message me and I'll, I'll tell you how to get in touch with him. And maybe he'll sing you a song. You never know, right? Amazing Grace. And maybe we'll we'll post the um, the trumpet. I for, I apologize. I messed that up. Um, also, I know he has, uh, I think, shared in the uh, quarantine sessions on Facebook as well. You can see that there. It's gotten over 100 shares and lots of views. So check him out there once again in the quarantine session. Thanks again, Josh. Take care. All right. Well, trying to stay fit and active and just trying to stay positive is one of the things. Uh, but we reached out to the YMCA here in Sarnia and General Manager Paul Scusa. Thanks so much for joining me, Paul. Hi, David. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, where are you right now? Are you in Sarnia? Where, whereabouts are you located? I, I am in Sarnia. Uh, I am at home. Uh, we are working from home as much as possible as the branch has been closed for uh, about yeah. a month now. Uh, so we're trying to yeah do some things from home and just work uh, remotely from our laptops. Well, I would imagine, uh, you know, because the YMCA offers so many different uh, services. Um, I mean, the first thing you think of is, you know, the gym, of course, and that's really important to people. But there's so much more that uh, the Y offers besides the gym. What's the YMCA doing here in Sarnia to try to stay active in these, this time of crisis? Yeah, it's uh, really interesting because uh, people come to the gym for so many reasons, right? It's not just fitness for a lot of folks. It's social. So the fact that we've had to uh, socially distance ourselves has created uh, a huge gap for some folks. So we've tried to look for ways to uh, to stay um, interacting with them. And a main uh, way we've done that is through a virtual Y, we've called it. Uh, and it's called the uh, the virtual YMCA uh, SWO, Southwestern Ontario, okay. uh, is, the, is the website. And it's basically a one-stop shop for people to stay healthy, uh, mind, body, and spirit. There's all kinds of links to fitness videos, to uh, to meditation stuff, to family activities, to things that kids can do around the house. So it's really a way that we can stay engaged with uh, with our community uh, virtually. Yeah, well, what a great idea. And um, the, the different types of things that are on there, were these things that uh, already existed or did you have to, was this kind of created all of a sudden, say, we got to put something together and put that out there and you had to create all of these things that are happening on the site? Yeah, uh, a lot of it, I think, was, uh, hey, there's an immediate demand for this kind of stuff. So yeah. uh, for some folks, it was uh, all systems go to get this up and running and uh, really proud of uh, a lot of the folks that made that happen at the Y. Uh, very quick turnaround. I think they had it up about a week after we closed. They had this, uh, basically, it's a temporary website, but uh, it's awesome. It's got so many resources on there. Um, there, there was some stuff uh, that we had you know, kind of in development that we were looking at this, you know, maybe, okay, this is something we'd want to have uh, down the line. Oh, thanks for bringing it up there. Um, but we had to really put the foot on the gas to get this up uh, because people were, were obviously in need of some, uh, of some health, healthy lifestyle um, tips and things like that um, on the spot. Right. So when everything escalated the way it did, it all happened so fast. Our, our team, uh, everyone in the IT department and the uh, marketing communications department and all kinds of um, sub subject experts from around our association just pulled together and they did an awesome job just getting this going here. So it's, yeah, it's really something we're proud of um, as we go through this tough time, but we think that it's the next best thing to uh, coming into the, the center itself, right, is visiting the site and seeing how 
how uh, people can stay active. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's an important part. I know I'm talking with my wife too. Like, okay, we need to get out for a walk every day, even if it's just because uh, I still work at home, right? So uh, it's still that uh, we we still need to communicate and just a little bit of keep the circulation going. But right. uh, the mind the mind is a big part of this right now, right? This is uh, so many. People, I mean, you know, the, the conversation of mental health is one that we have every day. But um, what kind of what kind of conversations are you, as uh, you know, the general manager of the Y and your team, uh, are you still having daily conversations or weekly to to keep things active for, and, and other plans for the future? Like, what's that look like? Yeah, and our communications team has been awesome um, supporting that as well on on a large scale, right? Sending out. Regular regular updates to, to folks, uh, whether it be an email, if they're registered with our with our system, they'll get email updates. Uh, social media has been good, so our Facebook page, uh, we push a lot of stuff there as well. And now on the website, uh, both our existing website that we had prior to the closure, and now our new um, virtual uh, YMCA website. So there's all kinds of stuff coming out uh, every day from you know from people around the association, uh, whether it be yeah, just you know here's a tip for you know for staying. Uh, for staying active outside without having to, you know, to go to a public place. So here's uh, some activities you can do with the family. Uh, as a lot of parents right now are looking for things to do with kids that are school age. Yeah, um, there's, there's there's really so many things out there that uh, are are coming out to to folks, whether it be yeah on Facebook or through the website, just giving them little ways, tips and tricks they can, yeah, they can stay engaged right as as best as they can. Um, we are actually going to be trying to communicate with some of those members directly. Um, we haven't had a lot of staff working over the past month, but we've recently been able to bring a handful of staff back with, uh, you know, some government support. Um, so that's that's been nice. And we're going to be reaching out to some members to check in and, you know, see how people are doing, whether it be getting them on the phone, uh, sending emails, things like that. Um, so it's not just that mass communication. We are going to be trying to reach out to folks. Um, yeah, directly. I've seen a few, guys, a few people around at the grocery store, out on my walks around the neighborhood, I see some members and they say, hey, we missed the Y. And they say, hey, I miss it too. And, you know, everybody hopes it's back open as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, I think it's great that you've been able to put this together. And uh, it's obviously a collaboration of, of people giving support to make something. There's a lot of work went into this, as I can tell. And and uh, it was designed very well. I was looking at it uh, a little bit earlier today as well. Folks, there's, it, make sure you check this out because, uh, and it's the best of all, it's free. <laughs> That's right. And, and you don't even have to be a member. So, I mean, it, it doesn't ask you for, hey, your membership ID, if you want to go check it out. If you're not a Y member, we welcome the whole community to come and check it out. Uh, there's so much stuff uh, out there for everybody, right? Of all ages and abilities, it's not just, oh, well, I'm not really into, you know, fitness classes. It, it's it's much more than that. I mean, we have a, an awesome library that was developed by, you know, experts across the association for any kind of workout you could want for, for kids, for older adults, for for cardio for yoga um so that's a really big part of it no doubt but there's also all kinds of other stuff too for people to check out um so i mean yeah i encourage people to go and have a look it's free and uh yeah a lot of work went into it as you mentioned so yeah we're hoping that people go and have a look and uh, i think there'll be something uh, at least one thing everybody can take away from it very good and you've got some fans out here uh mike <laughs> mike's mike, checking up on you mike is yeah uh we, we were on a uh, conference call earlier and he said he was gonna uh watch i i didn't <laughs> i didn't hold my breath i thought he was kidding but i, I guess he's uh <laughs> he's showing that he's here no, there's my friend ash 
coming as well. Yeah, Mike's our uh, our chief operating officer. Um, okay. So, yeah, he he led our our call today, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, oh, there's my regional manager. So I chime in. Oh, it's good. All right. Boy, they're all checking up on you. They better make sure up for that interview. <laughs> they got my back. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good team. The Y is, honestly, uh, it's an awesome place to work. Uh, really good people that work there. So um, at a challenging time like this, I'm, I'm proud to work at the Y because uh, everyone who is working alongside me right now is committed to making the best of the situation uh, from, you know, from the top down. So we have great leadership. Uh, we have a lot of uh, experts that are, you know, offering offering things that they can support with, whether it be, you know, leading workouts or creating activities uh, that people can do from home. It's yeah, it's been it's been good. Mike uh, has got a request before we go. <laughs> he wants to know if you can do some push-ups. We won't I, make you do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I might go out of the camera here, though. I mean, <laughs> I'll do some uh, one-handed ones for him on the uh, conference call tomorrow. There you go. Well, uh, Paul, thank you so much for joining. And thanks for sharing this information about the virtual YMCA SWO. It's uh, certainly something that's needed in our community right now. And uh, we'll look forward to the time when we can physically get back to the Y and enjoy all of the services that he put out into the community. Um, is there anything you want to put out there before I let you get back to work? <laughs> yeah. Um, two things, actually. I know Jane, uh, when she was on, she she uh, gave a shout out to the volunteers because we do have a lot of volunteers uh, that work at our association or that support our association. So it's yeah. National Volunteer Week. So I do want to say uh, thank you to all those volunteers. Uh, we have a couple dozen at the uh, the Sarnia site, but I know across our association, there's, there's tons that help out from teaching classes to supporting our membership desk uh, to, um, you know, helping uh, with our camps and our kids programs and all kinds of stuff. So big thanks to the volunteers for sure. Usually we would do an appreciation event for them um, this week, but since that's uh, out of the out of the cards, we're going to just have to say thank you and put that on hold for. Put it in the back pocket for now. Pull it out later. <laughs> exactly. And then the, the only other thing I want to mention, uh, David, if it's okay, is uh, the Y is a charity and a lot of folks don't know that, uh, that we're a charitable organization. So I just want to uh, to let people know we are still trying to keep up with to go along with being a charity, and uh, we're looking at doing some uh, some online kind of uh, fundraisers. I know Jane uh, has that great idea for the uh, the stay at home gala. We're going to be doing some things in the near future. Uh, we again would be doing these things in person um, with large group gatherings, but since that's not an option, we are going to be look for looking for other ways we can do some fundraising, whether it be. Uh, some online fitness challenges, uh, some live workouts, things like that. So I encourage folks to kind of stay tuned to see how uh, we're able to kind of continue that philanthropy uh, uh, part of the why that, you know, is so important to us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> i got to back up this book. If you look, you see my mouse, there's a donate button on that website too, if you want to click yes. there. <laughs> no amount's too small. Uh, we appreciate any support as we go through. Uh, these tough times, if, if people are in a position where they're able to give, uh, it, it would go a long way, right? Because uh, about three out of every 10 people that come into the Y are financially assisted through our uh, association directly, right? So Very we good. really uh, try and do our part to support everybody so, and don't, not turn anybody away. Paul Scusa, General Manager Y, thank you so much for being here. Reach out anytime. Keep me updated. I'd like to see what's uh, coming in the future. Sounds good, David. Make sure you get those... Uh, those walks in and, and those push-ups as well too, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll just stick with the walking for now. But thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot, man. Thanks, Paul.
Paul Scoo is the general manager of the Y here in Sarnia. And uh, great information. There's a website on your screen, and uh, you saw me sharing it there. I went through it earlier. Some really great stuff there. And uh, best part, it's free. That being said, they need your help as well. As you said, they're, uh, they're, they're not a business. They're a non-for-profit organization. And uh, you can help by clicking the Donate button there as well when you go and check out the virtual YMCA SWO online to uh, keep yourself in shape mentally and physically, of course, as well. Thanks again, Paul. Wow, the time just really flies by here. I could probably do a two-hour show, right? What do you think? Anybody out there want to keep talking? Uh, but I'll be back again next week for sure. And throughout the week, as you've been seeing, I've been going live a little bit more often. Uh, daily, I've been given permission to bring you a live feed directly from the Premier of Ontario. Uh, we'll also be hearing from our uh, medical officers uh, daily as well, and share that later in the evening. So keep an eye on our Facebook page. I'll be posting everything from all of our guests as well today. Going back to Jane Enema from the Serenia Community Foundation. So great to have her on here. Reach out to them as well. And then, of course, my friend Josh Gibson, who is a very positive and very talented local entertainer. He's an actor and he's a singer and he's just doing all kinds of positive things. And uh, maybe find out where he lives and we'll drive by when he's uh, singing one of these days. Thanks for being here. And of course, Paul Scusa from the uh, YMCA here in Sarnia. And thanks to all of you. Listen, if there's somebody you'd like to see here on the show, or you think that there's somebody doing something positive in the community during these times, I'd love to have them here. Reach out to me. Have them reach out to me. And uh, we'll put them here on the show and talk about it. This is a time when we need to reach out to each other more than ever. So let's make sure that we do that and share all the positive in the community. Um, and just one more thing before we go. And uh, I'm not going to hold on to this too long. I think you've all pretty much heard of what's happening out in Nova Scotia. This is the latest update from CTV News. Uh, and just want to say virtual hugs. Prayers to those in Nova Scotia and anybody who's being affected by this. Um, I know some folks that have family out there. We've got a friend that's out there as well. So uh, let's just send our virtual prayers and hugs to the folks of Nova Scotia right now in this very devastating time on top of an already devastating time. Think about that, okay? Thanks again for everybody for watching. As always, that's all the time I got for you this week. Have a great week and an even better weekend. I will see you next time right here on the show. Bye for now.